Hello and welcome to the Transforming You podcast. My name is Tori. I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, wife, cat mama, Jesus freak, and I am here to talk to you about all things overall wellness, whether it is exercise, food and nutrition, faith and spirituality, or mental health. I have got you covered, girl. Let's get going. Welcome back to Transforming You and the supplement series that I've been doing for the last few weeks. Today, we are going to be talking about fat burners. Now, I'm going to be really honest. I kind of can't believe we still do have to talk about fat burners. Like, I forget that they're still being sold. And then I go online to shop for something like protein powder or pre-workout. And I see a section for fat burners. And I'm always like, wow, we're still doing that, huh? So I guess I'm kind of giving away how I feel about them before even getting into this episode, but hear me out on this. Um, I will explain what they are, how and if they work, and exactly what my problems with them are. Let's go. So first, supplements that fall under the quote quote fat burner category aim to do one or more of a few things. One, increase your metabolism. Two, reduce the amount of fat you absorb from food. Or three, decrease your appetite. The ingredients they use to do that, ingredients they use for your metabolism might be caffeine or carnitine. We talked in the pre-workout section of last week's episode about how caffeine can help slightly increase calorie burn during a workout, but the doses in fat burners might be higher. And too much caffeine, like usually more than three to 400 milligrams a day, can make you jittery, anxious, and give you a headache or cause your heart rate to rise too high. So you don't really want to take a caffeine supplement just for weight loss like this. Carnitine is a naturally occurring compound in your liver and your kidneys, as well as in a lot of meat and dairy products. So that in and of itself isn't dangerous, and it does help support metabolism and energy levels. But again, just because it's naturally occurring, just because the thing itself isn't bad, doesn't mean that you can't have too much of it. And if you do have too much of it, it can cause some digestive symptoms and just make you feel sick. And the other thing is the research doesn't actually fully support it helping with weight loss. So why risk getting sick from something that might not even make a difference to your weight loss? So then green tea extract is an ingredient that's used to possibly help prevent fat absorption from food and help burn more calories, but the effects of that are really pretty minimal. So again, I just wouldn't bother with it. Um, Besides the fact that it's probably not that effective, I want you to remember that you actually do need fat in your diet. You do need to eat and absorb fat. Eating fat doesn't cause weight gain, but it does support a healthy nervous system and absorption of certain vitamins, among other things. So if you're eating healthy fats, you actually do want to absorb them. And if you're eating unhealthy fats, I'd be more concerned about heart health than weight gain. So I'd suggest finding ways to minimize those foods. You don't have to completely cut everything out, but to minimize them for your heart health, rather than just trying to find ways not to absorb them, it'd be better to just not take them in if you're worried about them. And then another um, ingredient that's often used is soluble fiber um, that's used as an appetite suppressant. Now, fiber does help you feel full, so you would likely eat less if you're supplementing soluble fiber. 
And fiber is good for you, and most people eat too little of it. So depending on the dose that you're supplementing, it might not cause you to have too much fiber in a day. But I would still rather you get your fiber from fruits, veggies, whole grains, you know, food, um, rather than by popping a pill. That will give you more micronutrients and healthy carbs from the food that also contains fiber. But also your body just absorbs food better than pills. <laughs> so again, we have to think about your overall health, not just weight loss. I'm also not in favor of trying to trick your body into eating less. Your body needs food. The hot take, right? But like your body needs food. So let's stop trying to find new and clever ways of denying our bodies something so basic and so necessary as food. I remember when I was growing up, there was a common like weight weight loss trick that was drinking a cup of water right before a meal so that you would feel full from the water and then eat less food. So on top of the fact that you're trying to deprive yourself, you're trying to convince your body that you're full when you're not, we also know now that that's pretty bad for your digestion because it dilutes your stomach acid. And again, that's going to disrupt the way that you're, when, when you disrupt the way that your food is digested, you interfere with the nutrients that you absorb from your food. And so all of these tactics, if we, if we don't already know when we start promoting them, we find out later that they're just bad for your overall health. There are a lot of supplements on the market at various times that were actually very effective at increasing people's metabolism enough to promote significant weight loss, which there aren't (laughs) products out right now that have a significant impact on weight loss. They might help some, but it's not going to be anything honestly really worth the risk. What happens when they had ones that were actually very effective, they were so bad for people's overall health that now they're illegal. So a good rule of thumb is if it works, you probably can't buy it. And if it's legal, it probably doesn't work. So back to ingredients, there are a lot of other ingredients that you might find in fat burners. They often have like dozens um, on the ingredients list. And a lot of these supplements have really long lists, so it's hard to know how much of any of it you'd be taking or how it might affect you. And and something else to be aware of is that, well, for fat burners and for other supplements, to be fair, these supplements aren't FDA approved. Now, drugs and supplements only have to be approved by the FDA if they're claiming to cure or treat a disease. So a lot of medicines and supplements that aren't making those claims don't even pursue FDA approval at all. So just because a drug doesn't have FDA approval, it doesn't mean that they applied for it and were denied. It might mean they didn't apply for it because it's not really for them. The thing about that, though, is that not having that approval also means that the ingredients and the drugs and and supplements and all of that stuff aren't actually regulated by anybody. The ingredients aren't monitored and the doses of the ingredients aren't always disclosed on the bottle. So combine that with the fact that the claims these supplements make aren't even really scientifically supported, and these supplements are just something I would say far away from. Before I move on, I just want to say a lot of people have never heard this. The best way to increase your metabolism is by weight training and eating. (laughs) Increasing your muscle mass increases your basal metabolic rate, which helps you burn more calories just at baseline. And then protein also burns more calories of any other macro just to eat and digest. But also your body is extremely adaptable. 
it will get used to whatever you give it, which means if you cut your calories way, way down to 1200 a day, your body will adapt to that. It's not really enough, but your body will learn to make it work if it sees that that's all you're going to give it. But if you gradually add in more, by the way, don't do that because (laughs) your body adapting to a calorie count that low means that your weight loss is going to stop. And so if you were doing that to pursue weight loss, you're going to feel the impulse to decrease your calorie count even more. And you really, really, really should never dip below 1200 um, unless for some reason a doctor is telling you to. So you're not you're not even going to see your progress at that point. But I digress. So if you gradually eat more, your body will learn to use that extra and then you can increase your metabolism by eating more food. Doesn't that sound a lot better than popping a pill to make you feel less hungry? I think that brings me to my biggest problem with these and other supplements whose only purpose is weight loss. Like, yes, maintaining a healthy weight is good for your health, but it's and more about maintaining healthy habits. If you eat a balanced diet of mostly lean protein, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, some healthy fats, and a moderate amount of treats to satisfy cravings, and you move your body half an hour a day, and you drink plenty of water, and you get good rest, you will maintain a healthy weight as a consequence of those healthy behaviors. But let's say it were even possible to lose weight by eating pizza and ice cream on the couch and just taking these fat burners. That's the only thing you change. Then sure, in this hypothetical, you would lose or maintain weight. But you wouldn't actually be healthier because you wouldn't providing be providing your body adequate movement and balanced nutrition. Skinny does not equal healthy and fat does not equal unhealthy. It is very possible to be naturally thin and metabolically obese or physically obese but malnourished if you're not actually putting healthful foods in your body. We have to stop making assumptions about health, which is our own or others' health, just by looking at them. (laughs) These supplements exist and continue to be manufactured and sold because culturally we still seem to believe that thinner is better no matter what, and that is just not true. I'll say it again because I really need you to get this. Skinny does not equal healthy. In the pursuit of thinness, is not the same as the pursuit of health. That doesn't mean you're not allowed to change your body if you want to. If you have healthy habits, but you still want to be smaller, feel free to go for it. I'm not saying that you should never try to lose weight again, but don't do it at the expense of your actual health. Do it for your health, not working against your health. So how do you do that? (laughs) Right? I didn't want to just like rage against weight loss supplements and then be like, okay, take care. Have a good week. Um, without giving you some tangible alternatives, if you really do want or need to lose some weight, I'm not telling you you shouldn't pursue that, but how do you do it in a healthy way? So if you want to get to a lower weight or reduce body fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. There are a lot of different diets and programs and those kinds of things that have come up with their own ways of getting that done, but burning more calories than you eat is how you lose weight. That's where the unhelpful advice of just move more, eat less came from. The reason that that doesn't work that way is because if you move more, you'll probably need to eat more also. (laughs) Move more, eat less is how people end up on 1200 calorie diets and still working out hard and it's actually going to slow your metabolism down. Instead of thinking about what to do less of to lose weight, I like to think about what to do more of. So think about more vegetables, more fiber, more lean protein, more water, more steps, 
more or better sleep, whatever you need there, those things will get you there or at least get you a lot closer, close enough to give you an idea of what else you might need to adjust, even if you don't cut out treats right away. You could not necessarily cut anything out, just add more of those things in and you'll see a difference. People always think they have to stop eating certain foods to lose weight, and that's just not true. It actually tends to make things harder because the more you tell yourself you can't have something, the more you obsess over it. And eventually that leads to overeating or binging. There is a difference, but we'll talk about that another time. And then you just end up going back to another period of strict restriction and it becomes a vicious cycle. It's much more beneficial to think about moving more, eating at home more, eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more water, getting better rest. Maybe that will be enough without cutting out sweets and things like that. Or maybe you'll realize that you actually want those things less. That's an interesting thing that happens when you start eating healthier food. You tend to crave the less healthy stuff less, or at least that's been my experience. That part I feel like is up to you. But if you make those changes toward more instead of less, that will make bigger, more sustainable differences over time than these kind of like all or nothing approaches that might get you quick results. Those quick results hardly ever last. So when it comes to weight, stability is healthier than a quick drop, especially since those quick drops tend to be followed by quick gains. Slow but steady, folks. Like that really is the key here. That is all I've got for today. As always with these research-based episodes, my work cited is in the episode description. I hope this has been helpful and encouraging for you. Please just remember to make peace with your body. Even if you want to change it, And it's fine if you want to change it, but even if you want to, you can still love it. You can still appreciate it. Even if it's not exactly the way that you want it to be every day, I hope you don't take for granted having a body that was made just for you, that moves, that takes you through life and has gotten you this far already. Talk to you next week, girl. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you liked this podcast, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. Um, if you want to reach out at Transforming You Pod or at Tori G Writes, I would love to hear if there's anything you learned today or if there's anything you would love to hear more of or if you just want to chat, I am always available. Talk to you soon, girl.